재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. We start off the week with a feature we call Culture Pulse. It's our little way of tapping into the Korean mindset by listening very closely to what Koreans are saying to each other in social media or on mainstream media, in articles and things like that. And we are joined on Mondays by Violet Kim here in the studio. Hey, Violet. Hi, Kurt. Okay, so apparently there are some Koreans out there that think Koreans have a natural gift or a natural advantage, let's say, in singing. Um, And that's become evident in some studies and some articles. I mean, even I think that Koreans tend to be good singers. Okay. Like the average Korean on the street, if you take them to a karaoke bar... Without might, training, without right. anything, they just have a, a bit of a They're knack. just good singers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this actually is a thing or if it's just something that, you know, I noticed. But mm-hmm. apparently a Harvard professor also thought that. Okay. And he sort of uh, tried to find why. And um, he devoted months or whatever, how, how, how long to studying this phenomenon? Right. Well, he published a book on it called Songs of Soul, an Ethnography of Voice and Voicing in Christian South Korea. Isn't that an interesting... So, Academia is such a wonderful thing. You right. can <laughs> drill down into a topic like this. Right. Um, and an article published about the ideas and it recently made the news, um, even though the book was published in 2014, okay. it kind of came up again in the Korean news. And you might have noticed that the book is about Christian South Korea. That, that but did the, strike me as a little interesting. Uh, right. why, why limit it to Christian South Korea? Well, I mean, the if you we'll get to the abstract later, but the article is more, it focuses more on this Harvard guy okay. talking about why we're such great singers. So it breaks down his paper into five reasons. And first is that Koreans were simply born to sing. Okay. And it was very supported right, by the testimony of a man who worked as a music teacher here in, in the Korean War, okay. during the Korean War. The second is that Korea has a tradition of tight-knit communities. So the communities were organized in like village-sized units. And With that, rituals that involved singing. Right, right. So when you're working together, we all sing a working song, I guess. Okay. Um, and third is its similarity to Italy. Apparently, Italians are perceived as Europe singers, and both Koreans and Italians distinguish themselves with their intense emotional expressions. Are Koreans the Italians of Asia? I have no idea, but according to this article, which says, the paper says this. Okay, Yes. there's a cultural Um, affinity there. Right. And fourth and fifth, the influence of Christianity in South Korea. And it's that it has a lot to do with pastors have need to have voices that project and clearly express what they're trying to say. And then, of course, the choir, how that sort of promotes a culture of singing. And there's, but there's pastors and choirs everywhere. I don't think that necessarily makes Korea stand out. Right. And the born to sing thing, I mean, all the these reasons The born to sing thing's a little weak, a too. Tenuous. The other ones are, can be described, the second and third point, those are sort of sociologically relevant. Um, but the born to sing thing's a little iffy. And, uh, you know, everybody has pastors and choirs. So I would, I would challenge our professor on those two grounds or those three Or grounds. rather the articles take on, because I do feel like um, we need to look at the original book to the original make a really thing. fair The article's assessment. kind of tarting it up, isn't it? But, yeah, the, the article definitely was not convincing to me. And I don't think many of the readers were convinced either. And we have some of their actual reactions in this week's social media elements. What? The reason we're good at singing? 
we have the world's hardest songs that few can approach. Nobody can imitate the sounds of Pansori. It's hard to agree with some of the reasons, such as the relationship between the Christian church and singing. Did the Koreans become a people of good singers within a mere century after Western religions came into the country? That's ridiculous. You won't find any other country in the world with as many karaoke singing rooms as South Korea. Koreans excel at singing because they sing a lot. I love the way the computer pronounces certain Korean words, like, like pansori. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that last one, the fact that Koreans like to go out and sing all the time in singing rooms, right. is actually quite relevant. That, that should have made it into the paper, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. I think, um, in fact, that's what I would believe is the reason. Mm. I don't think that Koreans are inherently better at singing, but I think maybe they're used to singing. Yeah. Because there's a culture. There's a culture of singing. Yeah, it's always singing. your second round or third round mm -hmm. after a, a night out. You go and sing in front of your friends. Right. And that, that of and course, And even that's... if you don't consider yourself a singer, you better consider yourself a singer yeah. after a while. Because... One of the comments raised that point. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? No. Uh, one of those points, you know, where um, the person said, you know, come on, it's only Christianity has only been here a couple hundred years. Does mm -hmm. that create a natural ability to sing? I think that had a good point, too. That, that right. bit about the Christian right. church. It's, it's very easy to uh, see correlation rather than causation yes. in a lot of things. Yes. The fact that, you know, a lot of these Koreans who can sing well happen to be Christian doesn't necessarily mean it's the right. Christian faith or the Christian rituals that right. make them better singers. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see what the book actually was arguing for, because when you go back and read the abstract of the actual book, it says that the author argues that European-style classical voice has become a specifically Christian emblem of South Korean prosperity, which doesn't actually sound anything like what mm. the article said. But yeah. it is interesting that um, these sort of connections were made. It can be very easy mm -hmm. to take these these academic research papers and see what you want to see. Right. You know, if you right. if you have a, a, a hook for your article mm -hmm. that Koreans are naturally better singers, mm -hmm. you'll find the things that support that. Right. Uh, not to you know not to say that this journalist did this, but all journalists might be tempted to do right. that. Right. But some point like the commenter said, I think the Lurebang culture is definitely just as relevant mm -hmm. as churches and church communities, for sure. I think so. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to number two, topic-wise. Uh, university jumpers. What's a university jumper? You've seen those baseball jackets, right? Those uh -huh. Letterman jackets. Um, uh, so jackets. you're being British now. You're using jumper as a sweater, what I would call a sweater. Well, it, British and jumper. Jumper. Oh, do Koreans say jumper? Yeah. Uh, Is a jumper different from a sweater? Yes. Ah, yes. how? Well, they use the word, we, I remember using the word jumpa specifically to refer to the varsity jackets. That, <gasps> varsity style letter jackets. Right. All right. That, that certain students wore at school on campus. And these jackets have made the news in the past. Some people had a problem with students who flaunted his or her basketball. Jack, basketball, basketball, uh, baseball jacket style jumpers yeah, because that, you've got to you know, do You're that. showing off. You got to represent, school. right? Especially in Korea, right. if you finally made it into a good school, I'd wear that jacket twenty four seven. You know, <laughs> what if you went into a got into a less? Well, that's your personal school. choice. If you're mm -hmm. proud and mm -hmm. you should be, mm -hmm. then wear it. 
Um, right. You know, it, it depends on your reasoning for wearing the jacket. I think if you're purely wearing it as a status symbol, mm-hmm. eh, but um, these jackets are stylish. I think d- university jackets look cool. Right, hmm. right. And for a lot of students, it's more a symbol of solidarity. They wear it within campus. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, hey, you go to the same school that I do. We're both wearing the same jacket kind yeah. of thing. But anyway, in the news, um, it, there, some people had a problem with it. They saw the students as show-offs, and some students have even started embroidering their high school name oh, really? on the jacket. It's almost like a, a general's ribbons, you know, with distinguishing like where I went and what I did. Right, and people were commenting, you should put down the apartment complex you yeah, live in, right. you know? The neighborhood you live you in. <laughs> Becomes your spec, your jacket, right. uh, your spec jumper. Right. Yeah, I mean, this co- this society is becoming much more conscious of inequality. Right. And your name and your father's name and job and mm-hmm. your university and your parents' universities are becoming more and more of an irritant for those people who perceive who themselves have... as, um, you know, uh, we talked about cop and uh before. Right, right. Uh, cop being the, maybe the 1% loosely right. referred to and the uh being the the, the people who don't have quite as many advantages. Right. So, yeah, I can see if you're in the uh segment, mm-hmm. um, somebody walking by with their flashy, you know, Seoul National University jacket. Right. And because so much emphasis is put on being in the top schools, mm-hmm. I feel like because it's so important here, it's you're. wearing those jackets have that extra significance almost. Like it's different from wearing like, you know, a Harvard hoodie or whatever. And some of these um, jackets have not just the university, but they have, like, the department that you're studying, Yes, they do. And some departments are better than others. So even that was a point that, you know, people had a problem with. Some people had a problem with. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So um, is this a case where, you know, people should revert to the same mentality they had in middle school? Like, uh, everybody should wear the same thing, uniforms or... I don't know. I think some people just had a problem with some of the students who wore it. But then again, there were other people chiming in saying, you know, this is just about university students expressing solidarity. Mm. You know, it's good that they feel, you know, this sort of school loyalty. I have sometimes thought about enrolling in one of these local universities, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for graduate uh, degree in international relations or something like Mm -hmm. that. If I did that. Five minutes later, I'd be in the university shop buying one of those jackets. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. I'd mm-hmm. be very proud of it. I, but I do think that the culture is a little bit different here than it is, say, in the United States. Yeah. Where you might just buy, like, a souvenir hoodie if you did a campus tour. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Final topic today, older moms not exactly acting their age? Uh, sort of. Sort of. The Chosun Yerbo uh, piece highlighted a sort of phenomenon, they called it that, which is reflective of a society where when women do marry and have kids, they're having them later. Okay. And so there are this group, there are these groups of older mothers, like in their 40s, who have very young children. And according to the article, these women are finding it hard to fit in with the young moms. So they're doing all sorts of things like getting plastic surgery or buying trendy and stylish handbags so that they can, you know... Trying to stay hip, stay cool. Right, right. Trying to stand toe-to-toe with those young moms Mm -hmm. and not look too much like maybe the grandmother of the kid instead of the the mother. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a recurring theme on this show where we talk about women waiting later and later to have uh, kids because they want to succeed in their career. Exactly. They don't want to give up much in their career. 
Um, the as- interesting thing is before I've read articles on it that didn't shed such a negative light on it. It mm-hmm. was kind of a positive thing. So women are establishing themselves professionally first and they have more money and time to spend on their kids. Yeah. Now, they're not like trying to juggle like a new job and a new kid. And in fairness, right. aren't older women kind of doing that stuff anyway, even if they don't have kids and they're not trying to compete with the younger moms? Aren't they taking care of their looks and buying stylish handbags and all that stuff anyway? Right. And I feel like there are there's just as much pressure on young moms too, like to not just be a good mom, but to look good and look good as a mom. I imagine this is probably uh, even a sharper pressure on older moms if you're from certain parts of Seoul, like if you are a, right. a Gangnam mom or yes. whatever. Yes. Uh, certain school really... districts, I'm pretty sure, have a lot more pressure than other school districts because a lot of moms uh, commented and said, this is not what it's like at my school. Yeah. Like this article is complete uh, nonsense. Maybe mom should wear her old college uh, jacket with the name of her college. <laughs> <laughs> that's a solution. Right. All right, that's all the time we have for today, Violet. Thanks very much for coming in. Thanks. That's Culture Pulse and Koreascape returns right after this. Mm-hmm.